Welcome to Riding the Garage. I'm Corey Culp. I'm Freddie Waff. Oh, kickstart for you on Tuesday. It's Tuesday's kickstart now for February. Apparently, that's our that's our go to. Well, you know, it's short month, so short, short month <laughs> make it confusing for people. Well, we we had to bump some recording opportunities because, um, well, some of us weren't capable of speaking with any kind of comfort. I mean, I can. I just didn't feel like bleeding all over the well, place. Well, that's what I mean. I just I just think that it was <laughs> for health reasons, it probably wasn't a good idea. Spattering the mic with blood, yeah. spittle. Yeah, I mean, I didn't want to have to throw out a foam cover for the mic anyway, right? Just boom. Yep. And it's been windy as shit, so yeah, there's yeah. that too. And fucking rain today. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, man. It's uh, you know, storm watch 2022. <laughs> storm warning. In effect, we have such schizophrenic weather here. It just it's weird. It was like, it was nice and clear and not so windy on Sunday for the Super Bowl, which was it still was 80 degrees, which is still funny considering it's an indoor <laughs> stadium. Anyway, I'm just glad the week's over because uh, my, my most busy time of the year is past us and makes things a little bit easier to live life and such. So you've been back for what, two weeks now? Three weeks. Three weeks. Uh, fuck, I don't know. Something like that. It's been a while. Yeah, close to three weeks. And you're like playing catch up with your life and doing fun stuff like, you know, getting checkups and things that you normally do every six months, that kind of thing. I just had to go to the dentist because someone broke my fucking jaw. <laughs> or you're having some major, major dental surgery. Uh, not to laugh at that, but, you know. Well, there you have it. I, I don't know where you're at on shows and stuff, but I'm still kind of trying to catch up on some things. Um, I haven't finished uh, Archive 81 yet. I was surprising because it's been so, even though we don't have the Super Bowl, it was still busy for us because we still put out major chunks of football. So I'm just happy it's over, honestly. Thank God. And they, for those of you that, that care about such things, it was a, it was a decent game. At least well balanced. It wasn't boring, that's for sure. No, there was some, uh, there was some intrigue, some drama. I mean, I only watched the last quarter and a half I yeah. came in like halfway through the third quarter i missed i didn't see the halftime show so i can't report on any of that yeah <laughs> nor do i care yeah the second uh, i don't yeah. need to see you know people are like yeah finally man a show for it's not for old people i'm like well no it still is oh we still complain about this shit dude time show yeah it is for old I mean, people like, it's it's not just like, that... you know they're not like they're not in their 70s they're, <laughs> it's right. not like they're current <laughs> right it's <laughs> let's ignore the fact that those songs that they're covering are 30 years old yeah, it's, you know what I'm saying? It's not. <laughs> sure. Yeah, man. Look, I, you're not going to get any argument out of me. It's not like there were new tracks or the anything. Last time Dr. Dre was relevant to me was I was in college. Yeah, it, it was, I, I dug it. I thought it was good. It was good because man, I, and again, just like with all these kinds of shows at halftime, you got to give it up to the, the muscle down below that swaps out everything and puts all that staging and scaffolding and everything down there because that was a to-do that was a pretty big production even for the super bowl halftime but it was again i thought it was well put together um it was a uh i i this is all i wanted to speak about it was poor 50 cent he's upside down no idea i haven't seen it yet you're spoiling it i'm spoiling it it's like three days ago for me two days ago well anyway so he's upside down 50 cents upside down and I think they're just trying to emulate what was in the music video, which is going for. But the poor dude, like, you know, <laughs> he was 
I, I bet you he was probably trying to pay somebody off. Say, hey, man, put me upside down uh, as least amount of time as possible. Like, I don't want to hear you guys do three songs before you get to me. Do one song and then get to me so I'm not hanging up there forever. Anyway, uh, overall, I thought it was, it was, a, it was fun. It was, uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I, yeah, I gotta, I'm gonna check it out. I just, uh, haven't gotten around to it yet. Yeah. Anyway, it's still, it's on my, you can see how high it is on my priority list. <laughs> well, I mean, when you know that Prince put on the best halftime show ever, like what, you know, you, you kind of, everything else just as gets compared to that after that. True. Yeah. Anyway, I, I forgot to mention this last week, but um, an author friend of mine, uh, I posted this on Instagram, but Delaney Andrews self-published her first book in her, in her, uh, I don't know. I, we haven't, I haven't quite figured this out yet. It, it, you know, it's the step above young adult in the publishing world. It's not like adult adult. <laughs> I don't know what the in-between is. Tweeners, I guess. I don't know. I don't, but uh, Silhouette in a Shadow just came out. Um, is it called YA? <laughs> Yeah, but called? I mean, yeah, but it's above YA. It's not, it's, it's not, is it? yeah. I mean, that's, it, but it, that, there is nothing above YA. It's either YA or, well, I mean, there, or A. There's you're either between. a young adult or you're an adult well, there's an or between. you're an old adult. So there you go. It's young adult, adult, old adult. <laughs> okay. Then it's just adult. But I mean, in the publishing world, go. I don't know. It's the, adult. I don't <laughs> Don't try to mansplain it, dude. Let's just move I'm on. I'm not trying to mansplain shit. I'm just saying there's a there's some publishing term and I don't remember what it is. I'm saying I'm not mansplaining shit. I'm mansplaining the people I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. So I'm well, there you go. So, but the more you mansplain it, the more it looks like you don't know what you're talking about. Just but I don't. Know. That's my it's just proving my point. Anyway. Silhouette in the shadow, you can get that on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. And also you can get that on the digital side. So if you're a if you're a nook type from from Barnes and Noble, or if you're Kindle, you can get those on the paper. You can paperback, or you can get um, the digital version. So do yourself a favor, man. Buy the actual physical book. It's a great fucking cover, dude. It's so nice. Yeah. And also you can follow Delaney on Instagram and I'll put that in the show notes as well. Directly to that DJ, DJ Brad. underscore rhetoric is what her tag is. But yeah. Anyway. Um, which shows, yeah, dude, I haven't, I'm trying to catch up on stuff. I've been trying to just put on things in the background while I'm relaxing from working and I haven't really, it's gotta be those things where I can't watch and with any kind of intense focus, like, you know, Archive 81 where it's, I'm up mm -hmm. to like, it's just, there's too much to remember. And I'm like, I don't want to have to recall all the, you know, what I'm supposed to know for the series to, 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 get, to get through it. Like Euphoria, I mean, that's different because that's just. There's not a lot. If you know the characters, you know the characters. You, there's there's no intricate weaving. It's just that shows about performance and, and nuance, and as opposed to Archive eighty one, we got to pay attention to what's going on because everything on there has to do with the entire story, as opposed to just in that moment. Anyway, correct. Yeah, correct. So, <laughs> watch any of your. Any screeners for, for, uh, not for, yeah, for man, voting? What did I just, I, uh, I tried to get through a couple things. Um, uh, you know, I watched, uh, tried to power through Dune. I still haven't gotten all the way through it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I mean, I'm a fan of the books and the movie is slow and, uh, you know, it, I feel like they're just unfilmable. I think I've said this before. I, I don't mind the movie. I mean, it's beautiful to look at, but it does take its time getting to where it needs to go. And I'm not sure where they're going to end it. Cause I know that it's, you know, I know they're making a sequel or there's a trilogy. So it is going to end somewhere. So I feel like I'm watching this and I'm going to be very unsatisfied. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Uh, that being said, I also tried to watch, and I got to get the name of this thing right because uh, I wasn't really even wasn't even on my radar. And then a screener came, and I was like, "Ah, oh, well, I'll check it out." But it's George Clooney's movie, The Tender Bar. Is that right? With Affleck? Yeah. Tender yeah, Bar. Not a not not a movie for me, man. Yeah, The Tender Bar. Yeah, it's just not my thing, man. I mean, uh, I feel like I've seen, you know. It, it feels very familiar. Like I've seen this before and, uh, you know, I watched, uh, I watched half of it. So, um, you know, I still got to finish the other half or not. Right. You know, it's uh it's more for the SAG awards. It's, it's, you know, it's a SAG award screener. So yeah, I will, uh, but it's also, it's, you know, it's on Amazon. I must've passed it 50 times. Right. It comes up like on my, uh, menu every time I open up Amazon. Yeah. Or it did for a while. Um, but I really wasn't even aware of what it was until recently, uh, like a week ago. So that I did watch, um, I did watch power of the dog, which is yeah. Good movie, but man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't do that to yourself unless you really feel the need. What's your, by the way, what I have to ask you because I did see it and I, I wanted to ask your take. How do you feel about the idea about Cumberbatch and Plemons swapping roles? Cause I think it would have been better suited for, Playing the Here's other, my kill it by the way. Jesse Plemons, like, duh, but he's fucking great in it, dude. He's so good. Sure, totally. Fat Damon, as I like to call him, or um, Meth Damon for the Breaking Bad Damon. crowd. <laughs> Correct. Cumberbatch, yeah, I felt like uh, there was a little too much uh, Daniel Day Lewis in that performance. Is exactly. my only real complaint. I totally thought of there would be blood when I when I like I don't know maybe like through that first scene of with him. Yeah, and totally. I I mean, as soon as you, I was like, whoa, dude, like, I was like, wait a second, am I watching the wrong movie? Or just, is, is this a mashup? I thought it was like one of those, uh, you know, YouTube uh, mashup where they drop characters like, wow, this is pretty flawless editing. Um, what's going on here? Yeah, it's, it's pretty, I mean, the movie, like, like you noted, it's really good. It's just, yeah. Yeah, man. It's just, it's like, I, like I put, I put Schindler's list as a, like a top 25 movie all time for me, but I've seen it once. I don't need to go back to it again. It, it is exactly what it's supposed to be. And in a movie like that, if it's effective, you don't need to see it again. <laughs> it's, it's right. It's, 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 it's going to leave a lasting impression from that first note. And that's exactly what it does. I mean, I've been, I've thought about it a lot after I see it. I don't believe two weeks ago, three weeks ago. It's yeah, like you said, it's a rough ride. It is. I mean, it's, it's, it, I'm sure I'm going to be, you know, it's one of those movies that kind of stays with you and you think about shit and it's, it's just, but it's, it's man, it was, uh, it's powerful, but God, dude, I was yeah. just like, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, you know, it didn't put me in a great mood. Like mm -hmm. it was like, Ugh. yeah, it's a, yeah, I not agree. that I thought it would, but definitely worth, uh, you know, if you want to do that to yourself, it definitely is worth watching for sure. It's just, you know, just know that going in. <laughs> it's not a feel good movie, man. <laughs> no, it's not. It really isn't. Uh, oh, I watched, uh, I watched Belfast. How was that? Uh, you know, I mean, I liked it. Um, it's another, you know, it, again, it, it's, it's not an unfamiliar, it's not unfamiliar territory, uh, you know, but um, I did, I did enjoy it. Um, again, it's not something I would want to, I, it's, it's nothing I'm going to want to repeat viewing of is right. what I will say. But uh, that being said, it, it's, you know, it's Kenneth Branagh. I mean, I always think, you know, he does his best work 
behind the camera um, when it's not Marvel. And, you know, this isn't Marvel. This is kind of like, I'd say this kind of goes back to his earlier, you know, his early stuff. Uh, if, if I was going to bookend it with something, you know, yeah. I'd go, I would throw this back. This seems like a movie he, he might've made in the nineties, but uh, totally, you know, good movie. But again, you probably don't want to watch it more than once. <laughs> I mean, I don't. <laughs> That's kind of my feeling too. It's a tough thing, right? <laughs> it really is. Yeah. I was surprised that this came out. Like when I first heard about it, I thought, whoa, that's a, that's a weird movie for him now, especially when you know it's coming. It's, you know, it's the meat on an Agatha Christie sandwich that he's got going on right now. I mean, the Nile comes out soon, right? It's out already. Yeah. It's out so already. it's already out. So yeah. it, it was, it was a weird dynamic. Like you said, this is something we would have seen from him in the nineties. Not quite uh, more Henry than, than like, uh, like dead again, but more Henry it, than dead again. Yeah. But it's still like, this is, I've, I've heard it's a, he's a little full of himself in some of the choices he makes, but, um, but I don't know. I, I, it was all in the same conversation with the Agatha Christie stuff he's done where. Uh, yeah. I didn't like murder on the Orient I didn't Express either. And you know, I didn't what? like it at all. And I'm a fan of, I'm a fan yes. of the Met one, yeah. but I didn't, I did not. Uh, yeah. I didn't care for his version. Like I said, to me, he's better behind the camera when he's making like, you know, small sort of more intimate films, um, right. you know, more money doesn't always equal better movie. <laughs> right. I mean, this yeah. was, I mean, this was not a cheap movie either for what you get, honestly, you know, no. it's, I mean, it was like 25, 26 million. Probably. Is, I mean, it's some, somewhere in that range, yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. Anyway, it's, Kenneth Brown is very talented you know, director. And, and I really feel sometimes he does, he hits the right notes and sometimes he's just, it's just off a little bit. You know, I, I still think dead again is, it's so funny to say this because some people like it say it's, it's, it's his most homogenized studio movie, but I'm like, I don't give a shit. I love the crap out of it. That again is, I mean, Emma's fantastic in it. Like, well, duh. Like when is she not like, she's, she's one of those actresses where when you see that she's in something, you just, and you see it and someone asks you later on that you, after you've seen it, Hey, how was Emma Thompson? Well, duh, she was great. Cause that it's, right. a, it's Emma Thompson. It's it's the next expected. So, but she's a pro man. She hasn't even a movie. She doesn't want to be in. She hasn't shit the bed. Annie McPhee. Right. No, I mean, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, Belfast. So those are the four things I've watched recently. Um, God, I have this, a stack of things I got to look at. I got to look at uh, respect the Jennifer Hudson, Aretha Franklin biopic right. still, um, which I can't believe I haven't jumped into sooner. It seems like it's been out forever. Did you watch the other one with Cynthia? Uh, yeah, I, I, had, I had, I had friends who worked on that one. So I did see that one. I went to a, or I did a Q and a, I did the virtual screening with Q and a. I forgot for we talked. So we, I did. We, we did talk about this cause we talked about El Royale that time yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Um, but yeah, I haven't, I, I got to watch respect. I got to watch. There's a couple other. Oh, Spencer, I'm on the fence about. I don't know, ah, dude. I'm telling you, you, you know, when you and I went on our on our Kristen Stewart love fest last January with, with Underwater and some of her recent stuff, dude. She fucking kills, man. It's, it's yeah. No, no. It's just a, it's again. It's like well, I, yeah. I, you know, <laughs> space it a little bit like too. I'm watching you the, just the, watch. feel, the feel good, the feel good films of uh, 2021. <laughs> <laughs> Let me throw on another one. <sighs> No, she is like, and it, I'm going to go jump in traffic. Hold on. 
if you were to rewind my life 10 years ago and listen to things I said about Kristen Stewart and her inability to act, you know, to fast forward and now you wouldn't think that's the same person, but I'm sorry. She's, it, she's yeah, she just grew as an actress. She right, started exactly. She they weren't asking her to do much in those Twilight movies. No. They, and quite honestly, sparkle, was, she was sparkle. Like, sparkle. <laughs> and it was embarrassing. I think, and I, and I think the way she, the way she handled herself too, away from the cameras too. I don't think she really wanted, I don't think she realized how big of an impact that was going to have on her life and her personal life being followed all the time. But sure. Yeah. Yeah. You, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch it. It's just like, I don't think I'm going to watch it today or tomorrow. Yeah. You know, I, I have to put something, I gotta, I gotta do maybe the biopic and you know, I got a stack of things in there. I got to go look at a little more carefully. There's a bunch of, I got a, I got a few foreign films in there uh, that I got to look at for uh, foreign, you know, for the foreign category, um, foreign language category. But again, I, they all look, they, none of them look like real good movies <laughs> to me, man. And I'm just like, oh man, you're the dog really just like that in Belfast kind of almost back to back. Yeah. And then putting Dune on in the middle of that, um, you know, not that Dune's a full, Dune is certainly not a feel good movie. No. It's just kind of a drag your ass movie. Yeah. yeah. You know, pretty pictures. Yeah. I know. It's, um, it's, it's funny too, because it's full of actors that I don't really like, funny enough. And none of them really bother me in the movie. Not, not that I don't like, but usually just don't care for like, they're not actors I want to run out, but like they're all in the movie. Like, like, put down, <laughs> man. like every single one of them. Oh, I funny. mean, if you know me, you know who they are. Yes. Just look up the cast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> so that's what I've been up to. Face is finally unswollen. I might, my face is starts not as misshapen today as, it, as it's been. This is actually the first time we've spoken on the phone or verbally spoken since, since you had the work done. So to me, you sound yeah, like I didn't yourself. Talk to anybody Friday or Saturday. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I mean, did you sign language to the dentist and, or did he just figure it out while the blood spewing out of your mouth? I mean, you know, they literally had my mouth was packed full of shit. And then I had to go to a, I had to go to a lot. I had to go, I had to go immediately from there. I had to go meet my agent for lunch. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. How's your wardrobe Sitting doing there these talking days? And, oh, spattered in blood. <laughs> and, you know, it all came out. You, if you get to it quick enough. Man, I've never had to have the kind of work that you've had. I mean, in anything like the thing you you just you just had done, or the you know electricity mishap in 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 Cincinnati. I mean, I've never had anything like that. Mine's just simple everyday dental issues. When you know, oh, when, yeah, man. when I've had them, but but I'm also like don't I don't risk my body like you do. Like you do. I mean, you're. See, I was talking to somebody the other day about if there was a guy that was good with tech. You know, and and, and the, the, I don't want to say the smart. The guy that the guy that's writing the book is having somebody do the bur do the work. Right. I mean, that's it. You, you're the you're you are the craftsman, as far as I'm concerned. You so I, I don't I don't think I when I tell people what you do like at work and and because I don't think they understand what a produ production designer is. And and then the lower you go on the budget side of things, the more hats you wear. It's not just you know you hundred million dollar studio movie you have one focused point and as opposed to being on a smaller movies like you have been most recently with the last two specifically your hats, you know, are, are many, 
And well, I mean, the last movie was like almost, it was like 12, $14 million, but still it doesn't, you know, it, it's, it's me too. I can't save myself from fucking getting involved in shit. If it's, if it's not happening to my <laughs> satisfaction, then I make it so. And it's, you know, sometimes I'm, sometimes I'm my own worst enemy when it comes to that shit. You know, I end up wearing hats because I take them. Yeah. Because nobody else is, they, they're all left on the hat rack and I just start grabbing them. Right. And that's like, like Steven Soderbergh is one of those guys. If he's not feeling his camera guys getting it, he'll just grab the rig himself and do it. Yeah. It's like, uh, I mean, he's capable because I think he's part of the, I think he's part of the guild. So he allows himself to do that. But you get that weird thing though, right? Is he still DGA? Doesn't DGA, don't they like bump heads when it comes to this stuff? Isn't that why Rodriguez yep. ran back to Austin? That is correct. Because he would you let know, him hold I mean, a camera. I, yeah. I feel like they make special, uh, you know, I think there, there's, um, if I'm not mistaken, I believe there's, you can apply for a pass, like, uh, like you know, on a movie, you, you know, uh, there, there's, there's paperwork forms, there's bureaucracy that can be <laughs> cut through, uh, you know, that, but you know, it's not without a lot of red tape. Um, it's not like he can just show up there. There's steps that have to be taken. I think in pre-pro before, you know, he can't just do it on the day. It all has to be set up before, even if he just want, you know, he fronts on a day. He's like, okay, I'm taking a can. All that has to be all that paperwork. All that shit has to be hashed out before you start shooting. So that if it does happen, it's not just like he's grabbing the camera and somebody's going to grieve him. It's like, it's such a weird thing. And, And the more, and the smaller things get now with, budgets i feel like and the thing is like everything the budget's getting smaller they're having to be increased if they're being properly run with covid protocols and because of the i meant to ask you about this because we talked about the the cycling of of uh departments coming in during a during a properly run covid set mm-hmm. How, yeah i know you guys used would would stack departments before you know and and i'll kind of like kind of working around each other now when it- there's none of that shit man like not on the movie the movies the last two movies i've been on there's no like hey n- nobody has this set to themselves i was wondering about that because i know early on i mean that during- last that lasted about that lasted about two months at the beginning like when 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 hollywood first decided they were going to come back you know oh we're going to do this and that shit all went out the window like after six weeks because on those on the smaller movies i just like how can you get how can you get anything done because time is money on smaller movies and, and, and well, it's, here's, here's what I would say about that. It's, it's probably, there's less chance of you getting any of, 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 of other departments being in the sets together on a smaller movie because you're not staffed that way. So there's usually, you know, we, we our department has the sets until they're ready. And then by the time we're done, that's when, you know, rigging electric usually shows up and they're usually, you know, grip and electric show up usually, you know, a couple hours before company or, you know, there's a couple guys that will show up at the end of the day, lay all, you know, they'll, they'll run on the cable and then, you know, then they get a pre-call in the morning before, and then they come in and plug it in on big movies. It doesn't, you know, on big movies, everybody's all on top of each other. So, um, <laughs> it's just true. It's because, you know, when you have the resources and you, you have the people and, you know, your sets and things are bigger and, requires more time then they can, that's where they start stacking people on top of people so actually in my experiences it's it post covid it's quite a bit safer yeah <laughs> on a small movie as far as like having people all over each other i mean i don't think i mean it, it, you're still getting tested on sets right i mean it's not it's not like you're 
No, man, I get tested, I'm just getting tested three days a week. Yeah, I mean, that stuff doesn't go away. I mean, that's if there's one thing that, that allows, that kind of allows us to return back to mostly the normal way of doing things, it has to, it has to be like that. And anyway. so we have Eve Cohen part two coming out on Thursday. Um, if you're on Patreon, you already have that. So I hope you guys enjoyed part one. Like I know I did. It was supposed to be out last week, but um, just some tech issues. And and as I jokingly said on, on Patreon, I said standards and practices need to approve everything. <laughs> and a good Correct. thing. And a good thing I did run it through SMP because there were some changes that need to be made, and some changes were made, and that's what's out now. Enjoy. Nothing burns anybody's ears or anything. It's just one of those things that just makes it flow better. Anyway, so if you want to um, support the show on Patreon, you can you know, get that extra goodness from the Eve episode. You can follow at us on patreon.com slash KITG podcast. Or if you want to follow the show on Twitter, it's at Karate Pod, as well as Instagram at Karate Pod. And uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Culprit97. I think I'm still doing that. Yeah, yeah it seems like, right? <laughs> uh, I'd just like to say I'd like a bit part in your life. A walk on would be fine. Just a bit part in your life so you can follow me at rock and roll 33 on instagram or at tom cody at letterboxd that's tom c-o-d-y why because we like you Damn, that's at letterboxd.com 